We would like to acknowledge the territory on which the University of Toronto operates. This includes the land, water, skies, animal relations, and spirits. For thousands of years, this has been the traditional land of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Mississauga of the Credit River, who are the signatories of Treaty 13. Today, this meeting place is still the home to many indigenous people from across Turtle Island, and we are grateful to have the opportunity to work, play, create, and connect on this land. We recognize that this acknowledgement is necessary due to processes of colonization that have occurred on these lands and continues to take place. Welcome. In this series, you will be listening to the Sport and Social Development Participant Action Research Project. We are Nat and Maria. Kamusta? Ako nga pala si Nat. Bienvenidos, Jose Maria. In this series, we will be speaking with newcomer youth answering the question, what role does sport and physical activity play on the life of a newcomer youth's mental well-being? Today we have our co-researcher, Leal. My name is Leal. Hi, I'm Leal. I'm a co-researcher on this project, and I'm excited to share more stories of newcomer youth physical activity experiences. My name is Saus, and I'm 15 years old, and I've been in Canada for two years. How, how's Canada with you? It's bad. <laughs> Why? Because, like, you have to, like, do so many things to fit in. And if you don't fit in, it's like so bad because no one's gonna talk to you. You're not gonna have any friends. You're not gonna be able to talk to people. They're just gonna find you weird. What do you mean? Weird in which way? What? How are you different from other people? You don't dress like them. You don't look like them. You don't talk like them. Don't you think that you should stand out and not fit in? What do you mean? Instead of being like them, don't you think you should be your own special personality? You shouldn't care what they say? Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not changing myself for them, but it's also like hard when they're all the same and you have to live with them. How How is Canada different from back home? First of all, where did you come from? Lebanon. How is Canada different from Lebanon? Um, in Lebanon, you would just fit in. Like you would just fit in. Don't you think because that's where you're from, that's your culture, you dress like them, you talk no, like them? No, that's not where I'm from. I'm Syrian. But you lived in Lebanon most of your life. Well, yeah, but like it's people who have kind of the same culture as Syria. Same language, same food. Everything is the same. What was the hardest thing about moving to Canada? that it all happened at once like we just even though it took the process took long mm -hmm. i felt like it was fast and i didn't get the chance to have anyone at the airport and it was at 4 20 a.m that's Like, is there anything that helped you fit in Canada? No. Did you join a dance class? Did you mm -hmm. join some activity, sport? Well, I was in a badminton team mm -hmm. in 
my old school, but that didn't help me fit in at all. Like, I just knew one person there, and at the end of the year, there was no new friends because of that club, no, nothing. Didn't help you at all? Didn't you meet new people? Didn't you feel better while playing badminton? No. I actually felt worse. Why? Because, like, if someone plays better than you, they look down on you. Especially if you're not like them. They're gonna look down on you. Did you have to deal with bullying? No, a lot. Like, literally since the day I was born until now, it just never stops. Keeps going. Is it worse here than it was back home? Yeah. How? Because back home, like, there's, there isn't so many bullies. And, like, bullying was simple. It was just, like, you walk, you walk by someone, they say something about you, and that's it. But no, in Canada, just do your edges and go to the street and just start being loud and ratchet. And people are gonna literally look down on you if you're not loud. They're gonna use that against you. Like, oh, she's not loud. She's, she's not gonna do anything if we say something, if we do something. Nothing helped you at all? Like, not even culturally? No. Did you try any community centers? Only culture link, And it didn't help. Like, I met a few people, mm -hmm. but they were temporary. Did you think that moving here affected your mental health in a way? Yes. How? I became suicidal. And I had to deal with anxiety and depression for a while. And I still have to deal with social anxiety till forever. What helped you through your depression, though, and being suicidal? My sister and my mom. What would you think that could have got you out of depression? Going back to Lebanon. How about here? Like, what something that could change here? Nothing. I tried a therapist. I tried a psych psychiatrist. Psych psychiatrist. Even like talking to my sister. It just didn't. It, it wouldn't help. Like nothing would help. Like talking some to my family would like make me feel less pressured. But like. It would just go back again. And just talking every day was going the same. Like, I would just talk and then the feelings would come back. And I would talk again and it would come back. Don't you think there's any bright side about Canada? No. Don't you think it's a welcoming country at all? It is a welcoming country, but it was. When I first came, it was. But if you're not trendy like the other kids, you're just not like the other kids. You will never be like the other kids. They treat you like an outcast. They they made me believe I was an, an outcast. Is there anything else other than bullying that made you hate Canada? The vibe and like, just, there wasn't people who 
I could like rely on her. People would understand me like people back home did. Of course, I mean, you can think they would because you're in a different place, different culture. Yeah, exactly. Did you find being being a multicultural country helped you in a way? Well, the only way it's helping is because I'm learning Spanish and there's few Spanish people I know. They're helping me through that. Okay. Um, what would you suggest that the Canadian government can do to make it a better place other than bullying? You said you hated it in different aspects. So what do you think the government can change about that? I don't think they can do anything because like they have culture, like they have these centers. But even when I went there, like it wasn't, it wasn't something you would want to go to every day. Like it wasn't something exciting. Like, yeah, there was people, people who spoke my language, people who didn't. And people were understanding there. Bullying wouldn't happen, but it still felt weird to be there. And yeah, I don't think they can do anything. What what will make you feel like your home? What what would make Canada your home? Nothing. So if you went back in time, you would never make this decision, right? It wasn't my decision. And we had to come here. So if it, if it was your decision, I would still come. Because it's it's better than what we were experiencing in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. It was so hard to live there. There was no jobs. There was nothing. And my dad had a heart, had some heart problems. So I would make this decision, but not stay here forever. So it felt bad being home. Kind of, yeah. If you had the power to change something about here, what would you change to make it a better place for people like you? To fit in. Having more people like me. Like having people like me to be a trend, I guess. How are you? Like, how would you describe yourself? Just normal. What's normal? Not having to come an hour late to school because you're doing your makeup or you're doing your edges or you were you didn't know what to do with your hair looks don't matter like I, w- I would have a messy bun with the worst sweatpants ever and I would still go outside it doesn't really matter to me anymore so people are judging you based on what you're wearing Based on what I look like, and based of my my like personality, I know that's what they're supposed to judge. But I'm shy just when when around people I don't know. Once these people get to know me, I'm I'm a nice person. You're being judged for being shy. Yeah. For not for not talking and being loud in school and having a lot of. Ratchet friends and all these things. 
for being real. Well, the bright side is that you're beautiful the way you are. You have a good heart and you don't really care about your look or makeup or hair or whatever. And that makes you beautiful. That's normal. Everybody else is just being fake about it. So you should be happy with who you are. And thank you for your time. The purpose of this research project is to develop a better understanding of the role of sport and physical activity in the social lives and development of young people in Toronto. This project is delivered in partnership by Heart House, the University of Toronto's Faculty of Kinesiology and Physical Education, funded by the Early Research Award in the province of Ontario. Thank you to Carlis Tasco, Brian Duan, and the student podcasters Tony Luan, Sabrina Bathwaite, and Micaela Con Gonzalez at Heart House for all your support and patience. Thank you to the Youth Recreation Community Project at Heart House, and a special thanks to Robin Smith, Simon Darnell, and Madison Dunford. Thank you for listening, and check out the next episodes to hear more stories of newcomer youth experiences with the sport and physical activity. Boom! Original soundtrack Loudness and Clarity by Joaquin Carrot. Be sure to check out his SoundCloud link in the show notes.